This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Welcome to another episode of Choose, Don't Excuse, where we explore the power of choice in every aspect of your life. My name's Jody. And I'm Judy. And we are sitting in our kitchen enjoying a beautiful, sunny autumn day, and we're in the nice coziness of our kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, but how cold is it? Because it's deceiving. It's sunny outside. But it's really deceiving. It's probably thirty something. Yeah, I would it's, it's it's cold. Because I dropped off um, our daughter Kaylani to school, and I was like, it's still cold. And I'm in layers, friends. We just got done working out. Um, I haven't gotten ready yet because I'm going to go lift at the gym. But I still have my leggings on and socks and my sweats and a sweatshirt <laughs> and a coat. <laughs> and I'm in the house, which is seventy degrees in here. But I just took off my coat. It's that cold, whatever happened to fall? Like, I didn't, I barely saw it. I think we saw the leaves turn and then turn color, and it was beautiful. And then it was like, for two days. And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah. Uh, the nice thing is that it's actually warming up today, so it's going to be like 65. So, which is oh, nice. Oh, that is so, nice. Yes. Yay. So, it's going to be a great. Good day. So, yay. So, those of you that have depression, like I do, you definitely need to soak up the sun when yeah. you can. Soak it up. Put like, your jacket on. Go for a walk. Well, breathe today, in that fresh, if it's cool 65, air. you don't even need a, probably a little jacket yeah, or anything. Yeah, it's going to be but nice. I'm just saying, you know, soak up the sun. And then, yes, even if it's cool outside sometimes and, and there isn't a sun, you just need to go outside. Everybody does. Yeah, I think. no, it's good. You need some fresh air. It's been it's been an amazing couple weeks too, and I wanted to share something really really cool. Um, on October twenty sixth, uh, Judy and I will be in Salt Lake City participating in Success Quest first live event. Uh, we will actually be um, part of the speaking um, group there. Um, it is the theme of that uh, event is going to be start your journey to success. So Judy and I get to tag team and uh, be together and uh, she'll be speaking for about 30 minutes. I'll be speaking for about 30 minutes. Wait, I and, thought we were tag teaming. Oh yeah, well we can tag team too. I thought we were tag teaming together. We I think are I gonna was going to speak team. by myself. We can tag team. Yes. Well, I don't care. I just was like, now I'm... Now, uh, yeah, we got to yes. set. You got to tell me what I'm doing. Yeah. But anyways, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we're super, super excited. So Jacob and uh, Caleb, they are the founders of Success Quest. And a couple of weeks ago, I actually did a live stream event with them, which was really, really fun. And um, so they actually, um, after watching Judy and, and all of her inspirational things on Instagram, they're like, we need to get your wife. 
uh, as part of this event. So we're really excited because it's going to be, like I said, the first time that Judy and I have spoke together as a tag team and and as uh, potentially as individuals. So we're Wait super, super excited. Did you hear what he just said? He said this is the first time that we spoke together. Um, well, at an event. At an event. Okay. That's <laughs> what I mean. At okay. an event. Because I'm like, the podcast, we speak together. Well, yeah, but we're not in front of people in a live audience. So That yeah. is more scary. <laughs> because right now I'm like hiding behind a mic and you know and I don't know I don't have to see everybody's faces so I don't have to see if you're like making faces at me but I'm, so so that might that That's might funny. be a little more you know intimidating I don't know so I, should I make faces at you today to kind of prepare you yeah you know start throwing tomatoes at me and then I'll, I'll feel it right you dodge I'll, be, I'll, no. feel, I'll feel the full effect no you're gonna do phenomenal because you have so I'm many I'm not worried about it oh I know it's gonna be amazing I mean she teaches teaches classes all the time and so yes so she's oh, used, that's true yeah i am on stage all the time you're on stage all the time so <laughs> it's gonna be great years, i think because fitness is is just a natural for me so i don't think about it but i do have to speak when i do teach so the funny thing is is that oh i think we talked about this last time being on stage how come we didn't what did we talk about last time that we had to be on stage for because i do remember talking about being in a butt floss and all that didn't i <laughs> Didn't I say anything about that and being scared? I don't even remember that. I think that was more mine and your conversation <laughs> because 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 I told Judy that Jacob and Caleb had invited her to, and she's like, "Wait, I've never been on stage." And then you're like, "Wait a second, I was on stage competing in a bodybuilding fitness competition, and I was in a bathing suit with butt floss." It's like. What's any difference? I mean, that's as exposed as you can be, uh, right? Yeah, like in five-inch heels that I can't walk in. I remember that. And then, yeah, yeah. being half-naked, well, almost completely <laughs> feeling like that on stage. Yeah, so you know what? Nothing can scare me now. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that because I think a lot of times, <laughs> I think a lot of times, you know, we, we would like to do something, but fear holds us back. And, you know, that was one of those things that you had always wanted to try to do is to compete in a bodybuilding competition. And, I mean, you worked hard for that year. I mean, you were very disciplined on your nutrition. You were very disciplined on your workouts. And, to you know, to watch you go through the posing classes and to practice posing and to build that confidence and then to actually on that day step on that stage and basically, you know, have your work evaluated by judges that were, you know, looking at the progress that you had made. And I mean, you did phenomenally. I, I, I was so inspired by you and I know the kids were. And, and I think that it is just, you know, one of those events, one of those things that you set as a goal and you accomplished. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, so. that was that was. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember wanting that um, to do that since I was 17. And so I waited, you know, what is that, 30 years later? <laughs> so why, why did you wait? That. That's an interesting thing. Um, at 17, I actually, I don't, I wanted to do it. And then, um, but I just didn't know like who to turn to or talk to. I didn't have any influences around me that, um, I, that's a funny thing because I worked in the fitness industry starting at 17 anyway. So you would think I'd have the influences around me, but nobody doing bodybuilding and doing, um, you know, just, um, just healthy living 
are two different things in the sense that you definitely are living healthy both ways, but it's a, um, it's a sport. And so it's a different sport. I'm, yeah. you know, and so I didn't have anybody that I knew that was doing that sport and I really didn't reach out to ask. So I didn't ask questions about it much. I just kind of held it into my, in my head and thought about it. And then maybe about, um, 10 years later, maybe 10, yeah, about 10, 15 years later, I did find somebody who was doing, who was competing. And even then I was, um, not ready at that time. I wasn't mentally ready. I mean, I thought it was intriguing. I watched her grow. I watched her do it, but, uh, you know, again, then it set the fire and then only until I actually don't remember how it set the fire again. Oh, I know because a friend, again, I met that, and she was competing and I said, you know what? I can, I felt I could do it now. I think it was more confidence building at that time. And, you know, so just different stages of my life and seasons of my life, why I didn't want to do it then and, and why I did it, why I didn't want to do it back then and why I did it now or just a couple of years ago. So um, I think that's an important thing is, you know, there are seasons in your life and while you wanted to do it, the timing wasn't necessarily right. The timing right. wasn't right. And I also didn't ask the questions. So mm. had I pursued it more, you know, then and, and asked the questions and wasn't afraid to ask, then I think that's, you know, there's probably a whole bunch of different things that I think about that, that led me to finally doing it. But yes, yeah, seasons is one, not being um, brave enough to ask questions and not asking, just not asking. Um, you know, I think that's what holds us all back though. Sometimes that we want to do something, but we don't know where to go. We, you know, now we have the internet back then. I didn't have the internet, I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying actually now we have less of an excuse because you could privately ask if you don't want to ask out loud to somebody and let people know that you're looking for, you know, information, you can just do it yourself. I could have done it then by going to the library but really, we have it at our fingertips now. There's really absolutely no excuse for us not to be able to find the answers to um, the things that we want to do or learn or pursue. How did you feel when you were completed with that goal? Like when I, you mean just finished and just did it and yeah, accomplished it? Yeah. Uh, at the end? Yeah. Great. I was like, I did it. I did it. I conquered a fear because really... People asked me a lot of times like, oh, it must be super hard to do, you know, the workouts and to do and, I, and, and all that. And, and I said, no, the hardest part and even nutrition, nutrition is the hard part, but that wasn't the hardest part. It was all the other stuff that were the unknown. So for the unknown for me was the, you know, walk, the posing, doing all the poses. That's really strenuous on the body and it's, it's hard. Um, you would think it's not hard because people make it look effortless. They make it look effortless because they practice, practice, practice all the time. Um, so with the unknowns, the posing, the walking in the five-inch heels, ugh, <laughs> I hated that part. That was like, right. And honestly, the, the, the spray tan, <laughs> I hated that the most. I think that was the part that I hated the most because I hated being cold. 
and it was cold. We were doing this in November, so I was cold. I was wet. Bleh. It was like gross. <laughs> and you had to sleep in your little satin robe so you wouldn't have a oh, wipe and the, off. The sheets that we had to like layer the sheet, the like sheets that you don't care about, you know, so that you could lay on it and get it all. Anyways, if you've had or ever had a spray tan, you'd understand that part too. But it's just like being like you're um, what a car, you know, getting a, a body. What is it? Oh, like an auto body paint job. Yeah. yeah. So you just got a paint job basically. <laughs> and you know, you got to drive. But the unknowns were definitely the hardest things for me um, because nutrition and the working out part wasn't um, foreign to me. But how I felt afterwards to answer your question, it was great. It was a great feeling of like, hey, I did it. I want to do it again. And yeah. And, and, and also the chance that I get to eat. <laughs> whatever I wanted at that point because not only do you have to be disciplined with your nutrition because really that's where it all happens yeah. you know it all happens in the in the kitchen yeah it was really interesting two things that I thought that were interesting about that experience were one as you pointed out that the posing was so um difficult. was so difficult right you and I I mean you would have me film you walking through our living room and posing and then you would look at it and then you would do it again and then I would video you again and just this whole process of you continually practicing but also analyzing right when you were done to see what minute uh, corrections that you needed to make to make your performance as, as strong as it could be. Right and and it's because it's <laughs> You would think that the pose is like, well, you just have to turn your body. It They look, the judges look at so many different angles of you and, um, you know, and, and there's ways you can enhance your muscle um, definition and, and there's so much that you can do in just a pose um, that, and, and you have to hold those muscles strong and tight the whole time and not breathe. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, the whole, I couldn't have done this, and a shout out to my coach, Jeremiah, at um, Fit Physique, I mean, seriously, he's in Meridian, Idaho, shout out to him, what a great coach, very patient, very, um, but patient, but also firm, you know, he, he tells you like it is, and I like that kind of coaching, where he's like, you know, don't baby me, because I can't, I won't, I won't do it if you do, if you, well, I will do it because I'm that disciplined. I will do it. Um, if I want something that bad enough, I will do it. But seriously, just always, um, consistent with us, um, all his, uh, all the teammates and, but shout out to him. Yeah. Jeremiah at Fit Physique. I, I love this discussion because it has so many applications towards biz, uh, towards business, towards life, towards, you know, our relationships, because, you know, we talked about this goal that you have and there were things that I, that I wrote down as you were talking. It's like a lot of times we have a goal and the season or the timing is not right. Sometimes we're not brave enough. There are, there is fear that is holding us back from 
taking that leap or even that minute step of moving forward towards that goal or that passion or that vision that you're that you have in the back of your mind and so you you're holding on to it but you're not taking that leap the other thing is not asking the right questions or not even asking questions of people in your circle that maybe could point you to somebody in their circle of influence that could get you started on your path The other thing, and I think this is what holds a lot of people back, is the unknowns. What are the unknowns that are facing you that, you know, they align with fear? It's like those unknowns kind of hold you back because you're not quite sure that you're good enough or you're not quite sure that you have the capacity or you're not sure that, you know, you're just going to trip and fail. And, you know, I think a lot of times we're afraid of failing when the failing is actually what's moving us forward. It's like, let's fail forward into that goal that we're trying to accomplish. The other thing is, you know, that we need to practice, that we need to, you know, take those um, exercises, those, you know, disciplined actions that we need to do over and over so that we can perfect our craft, whatever it is. And ultimately, the final thing you said is, is don't baby me, hold me accountable. And I think a lot of times we don't even hold ourselves accountable for those things that we're trying to go after. Right. Well, in everything that you said, all of it is a choice. All of it is a choice. You can choose not to ask people because of fear. You can choose to be fearful and you are making a choice when you are being fearful because you're thinking that you're going to really honestly, all of it, when you're fearful of something is because you're fearful of failing. You're fearful that it'll look bad. You'll look bad at something. You feel fearful that, um, you know, basically someone might say something about you or there's just the failure part. It's just, that's huge. And in, and I like the term failing forward. I used to, when I heard it before, I'm like, are they saying falling forward? <laughs> I can fall forward. And I'm like, but it is failing forward because every time you fail, you aren't failing, you're learning. That's why you're failing forward because you're learning. So if my coach would say to me like, no, do it again, no, do it again, <laughs> which was often. And, you know, you know, walking or whatever it might be, do it again, turn around, do it again. And it's like, you know, I could be pissed off about that. I could totally be angry, like quit making me do it again. But why are you making me do it again? Why? Is it because he's like enjoying the fact that I'm getting angry? No, it's because he's saying, I know you can do better. I know you can do this, do it again. And, and, and yeah, maybe you need to take a little bit of a break because definitely when you're mind gets in a shutdown mode, you're, you're going to, you know, put up a wall and you're just not going to do it. But, um, that's a mindset. So you, when you're doing it again and again, like you said, that practicing, it only makes you better because you're compounding it. Let's just think about somebody learning how to play piano, like our kids. I mean, think about that. When our kiddos, um, started playing piano and practicing, it's like, you know, they're learning note by note and they're like, why are you making me practice? They would just be (laughs) so upset about it. Like, because I know you can do it and you can do better every time and you're, you're getting better. I'm fine. I'm doing fine right now. It's like, okay, that's fine. And yes, fine is good, but is that good enough for you? You know, so we wanted to 
show our kids that you can. You know, look at look at um gosh, I mean, our kiddos that keep practicing their their craft, they're doing so well. We'll we'll show with Keilani, you know, in volleyball. I mean, yeah, you're not you I know, I know we all want to be like <laughs> we want to be that expert right away. But really, is that realistic? And how many times do the experts have to fail forward, have to miss a shot? What is what is the um, – oh, my gosh, I wish I had the stats for Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I, I, don't, I don't know the stats, oh, but it's really, stats, really exciting. Where he's just like, how many times do you miss a shot? And then, But it's not those that he was focusing on. He was focusing on the shots that he did make. Yeah. And But the compounding effect, you just have to keep practicing. Yeah. Yeah, last night I had a really interesting discussion with uh, Kaylani. So Kaylani, for the last couple months, has actually been training a young volleyball athlete that really wants to get into yes. club, right? And so uh, her mom um, came to to Kaylani and said, "I would love to have you coach my daughter because she really looks up to you. She sees what you're doing, and would you mind spending wow. an hour a week?" With her, and it was very interesting because when Kaylani first started um, coaching her, she came out that first night and was like, "Wow, she has been taught such bad habits." I mean, the coaching that she has received it just really tripped her up. And so, Kaylani every week has been spending time with her, and they have been just doing the same, you know, yeah, basic moves over and over and over until she gets it right and fortunately Kaylani's wise enough to know look I need to have you consistently do this over and over and over and over but then give you a break and say all right let's play together and let's just have some fun and then all right let's get back to the skills test again the skills practices and I asked her last night I go how's she coming she goes man I can't believe how much she's improved and she's probably worked with her maybe four times Yes, like, yeah, yeah. It's been like weeks, a month, once, five, yeah. once a week for an hour a for week. An hour a week. That's all Kaylani's been working on. But yeah. guess what? This girl's been doing. Oh yeah, that's practicing every single day. Every single day outside of what she's been doing mm -hmm. with Kaylani. But you know, I keep thinking about what a good coach when they come into the situation and they force you to really hone in on the mechanics of an exercise and really get you to where you can just your body remembers your mind remembers and your muscles remember and so all of a sudden it instead of it being difficult it actually becomes part of your ability it becomes part of your character and the thing that I see in this young woman, this young girl, is that she came to Kaylani. She wanted to go to the next level. She sought outside coaching, and so she is coachable. Right. And I think that is a really important thing is being coachable, mm -hmm. oh, especially no, when you're trying to improve. Right, right. Well, and then what you're just saying is like this little girl at, I think she's 13. Yeah. <laughs> at 13, she knows what she wants, and she asks the question. So she asked the question to her mom, like, mom, I really want to do this. What yeah. can we do? So, I mean, she's asking the question. She's not letting fear hold her back. She wants to get better. She wants to do it. And I think that's definitely some things that, like, we, we will see what we want to do 
and then let fear hold us back and, and not do it. But I mean, I, I love that where she's just, she's just going after her dream. Yes. Yeah, she and, has a vision and she's going after it. Right. And she's willing to pay the price of the everyday mundane. Oh, I mean, how many times can you receive a ball? How many times can you set? I mean, that's got to on at some level, you know, just feel like, gosh, do I have to do it again? But I ha do I really have to do it again? But that vision of trying to become a collegiate athlete is driving her mm -hmm. through the the mundane, you know, having the discipline to act on everything that she's being coached on. Well, and I think that's what it is, too, is sometimes I think we see that it is so far out of our reach. Sometimes that's what happens. Like, let's just say you want to be an actor, okay? And you look at, um, I don't know, The Rock. I can't even think of his name. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I call him The Rock because I just love him. He's so funny. And then he's just, but he's disciplined. But here's the thing. Did he, you, you know, you look at him. And you think, oh, I can never be like him. I could never, I can, let's say you want to be an actor, but, oh, it's just so far out of our reach, right? But when you see that he's just a regular Joe, you know, yeah. and then, you know, he got to where he's at because of the fact that he worked at it and worked at his craft. But just like with, um, with this young girl, she's looking at like, I want to be a collegiate athlete. And then she sees someone that she actually knows is a collegiate athlete that is actually going to go to college. She's, you know what I mean? It's real. She was like, oh, it is possible. But guys, it is possible. The right. thing is that someone else did it. Why can't you? Why can't you? And the thing that holds you back is your mindset because you're saying, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. Well, right. But there's so much out there, so much information, and at our fingertips as well, that you can do it. You just have to make it, you know, look at it as a reality. So how do you change the mindset? How do you change the tone in your head? Because a lot of times the tone in your head can get dark and dismal and, oh, you can't do it. It can be filled with doubt. How do you change that mindset into from darkness to hope and, you know, vision and I can do this? You know, I think that my first thought is that belief in yourself, right? And I know that that's not always easy because sometimes you have certain baggage that might may have torn you down saying that, oh, you're not good enough. You're not, you know, you, you, you can't accomplish that. Like those, are, that's all far-fetched and all that. I think it, it starts in a belief in yourself and I, I feel that one way to um, develop that belief in yourself is to start listening and reading personal development um, books and you know audios and podcasts podcasts like ours where like I, I, I'm telling you guys I held myself back thinking how can I even go bodybuild how can I even do that that's for those people that are like elite athletes that are elite builders I'm like guys I didn't come in I started building at 47 Okay, 47 years old. I Yes, I was in the health field um, the whole time for 30 years. Yes. But that doesn't mean that I was in this sport. It's totally different. Yeah, I can be, you know, I, I mean, I understood health. I understood those things. But 
I was in the kind of the arena, but to actually do something that I thought I wanted to do at 17 and now I'm actually doing it at 47, 48. Actually, it was 48. Wait, was I 48 when I started? Yeah. I don't even know now. <laughs> but that's like, you know, to some people that's old. Okay. That's old. Because, I mean, we got competitors that I've, I've had to compete against women that were competing since they were 20. All right. And then I'm, I'm, you know, they're now, you know, 47, 40, 50, whatever, but they've been competing since they were younger. So yeah, they're a lot bigger than me, but I didn't want that to hold me back. I'm just like, you know what? In fact, okay. Okay. This is something that was really kind of cool. My coach, I'm saying to him, like, look, if you don't think I'm going to be ready in six months to, and I was lifting before then, but in six months to actually compete, please tell me. Like, don't let me go up there and make a fool of myself, right? And so he's like, okay, okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And he, and so then we would work, we would work, and we would work. And I'm like, am I ready? You know, two months out, am I ready? He goes, you know what? You know, you're you're getting you're getting there. So keep going, keep going. And it's getting, you know, there's a month. And I'm like, do you think I'm ready? He's like, finally, he just sat there and he's like, you know, you could sit there and you could keep working at this and yes, get bigger. And that would be yours down the road and get bigger and get bigger. But why don't you want to go on stage now? Like, why don't you want to just do it now so that you can get the feeling and the experience, you know, what you're going to be up against for the rest, you know, for the next competition and the next competition, why are you wanting to wait and hold back? And I said, you know, I think it's just because like, I, I don't want to look like a fool up there. He goes, how are you going to look like a fool when you've worked so hard? You've got to really just believe in yourself that what you're doing, what you're doing right now is the best that you've been doing. Did you put your best out there? I said, yes. I gave it seriously 120%, meaning I was strict on my nutrition. I was strict on my workouts. I made sure nothing deterred me. We were doing this during the fall, the holidays time. It's like, you know, Halloween candy was coming. I was like, none of that was deterring me. And he's like, so then do it. Just do this now. And then you can see where it can take you. So it's like, you have to keep taking those steps. So holding back and waiting for like the right moment, there isn't a right moment. It's just taking the leap, taking the leap of faith, taking the leap of, of confidence in yourself, taking the leap of belief in yourself. Really, it's, it's all that. That is, I mean, straight up wisdom and truth. I love that you, that he asked a question, why wait and hold back? I love that question. Why are you waiting and holding back when you've been doing the best that you can? And I think a lot of times we underestimate our best because we're always looking at the gap instead of going, wow, this is where I'm at right now. And I'm going to put it out there for the world to see. And I'm going to make a difference if for anything in my own life. Right. For myself. For myself. Right. And I think a lot of times we keep comparing where everybody else at is instead of embracing yeah. where we are right now and going, wow, this is the best that I am today. And guess what? I'm going to be even better tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and what you just, when you asked me that question, how do we get, 
um, like that mindset to like, just do it, like not, not be in the, um, what was it? <laughs> was the question? And I answered, and I answered it by reading self-help books. What, what did I say? Basically, yeah, I was just saying that. How do you shift your mindset? Oh, how do you shift your mindset? Okay. So one of the things, and you hit on it is you got to stop comparing, you know, you got to stop comparing yourself to something else. That's why your mindset isn't where you want it to be because you're thinking, well, I'm not good enough. What are you comparing against? We talked about that the other day about comparing. Instead of comparing, you can, in fact, you if you want to look at somebody else, instead of using that person or that you know goal or whatever as a comparison to that I'm not good enough, maybe, I mean, not maybe, turn it into an admiration. Turn it where you're looking at them and admiring their work and say, yeah, I can do that. Compare it. Look at, look at if you're an actor, you want to be an actor and you you admire the rock. You say, wow, I can be like that. I want to be like that. I want to, how did he do that? So then now you're going to start researching and making it proactive and, and, and using that as fuel for you to grow because you're using it as admiration rather than comparison. And I think a lot of times, I love that. It's compare to admire. Don't compare and despair. And I think a lot of times we compare and we tear ourselves down instead of going, like you said, looking at where they are and go, wow, what are the steps that they took to get there? And I'm going to follow those steps, but I'm going to bring my own unique personality, my own unique gifts, and I'm going to apply them to the same steps that they took so that I can breathe become the unique me and have an impact not only on myself but others in the process oh and that's so key i like how you said unique me don't forget yourself because you're not going to be exactly like the rock because he's just him that's just him and you are you and and believe you me you have unique gifts and talents that somebody else will want to um follow as well and then that 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 those people will resonate, you'll, sorry, you'll resonate with those people. They'll follow you. They'll want to do that, but then they'll bring their own unique gifts. There is room for all of us. You're an actor. There's room for more actors. I promise you there's so much, there's so many movies and commercials and everything out there. I use that example. Why? Do you know why I use that example? Jim? Why? Because of our son, Devin. Mm-hmm. Our son, Devin, he is... Like, my gosh, I mean, he's an inspiration to me. So, so much an inspiration. He is working his butt off right now because he's going to LA. And I know so much, I mean, he's he's like, wow, I gotta, you know, I really, and, and yeah, doubt seeps into him, but, but then he's like, nope, gonna just do it. I'm like, dude, yes, just go for it. Go, 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 because doesn't matter if you quote unquote, fail at anything is because that's a step forward in learning. Oh, and I didn't want to forget this. Do you want to say any more about that? No, I I love that. I I love the idea of embracing your dream and going after it. And I think that's what, you know, even though the darkness, the dark, dark thoughts seep into your mind, you know, in the example of Devin is like, yes, so it's coming to his mind, but he's staying true to his vision and embracing the vision and pushing through those dark thoughts so, when you know, they come. I actually thought about the dark <clears throat> thoughts because today, <laughs> as I struggled this morning, I was actually doing really well and then I got frustrated with some things. 
um, kids, in fact. And <laughs> um, I just literally, like, I was frustrated. And so then the dark thoughts started coming in, like, ugh, am I a bad mom? Am I this and that? Whatever. Dark thoughts started happening. And I'm like, you know, so then I could have totally went into a depressive state, you know, with the dark thoughts, bring the depression thoughts. And I thought, nope, you know what pulled me out of it was discipline. It's all these D words. I love it. I was just, I like, I don't know what it's called when you actually match things up with words and, and or phrases and things like that. So I, I like doing that. It helps me remember. But the dark thoughts could be turned into, change that to discipline. So when those dark thoughts start coming, discipline yourself to go, nope, I'm going to just look at either look at the bright side or whatever because you could um go down into your own hole right you could um get into the depths of misery when you have um down times but use discipline to carry you throughout it and that discipline might be the fact that okay i'm going to listen to a podcast right now i'm going to listen to good music and actually that's what i did was i turned on ktsy in my car and um that's a christian radio station and i just turned it up and i'm like i need to fill my heart with christ-like love and realize that you know what this is just a dark moment for maybe me maybe for her and i just need to come out of it myself and discipline myself there's some things you just have to put in place that um, you have to go to and force yourself to go to. But I want to step aside for just a second with that. And this is actually about discipline because remember I said I wanted to look up the Michael Jordan um, stats about yeah. failing. He says this. Um, he says, hold on. Okay. Um, he's the author of the longest quote on my company. Oh, this is from somebody else's failure wall. Okay. So here's, his, here's what he said. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. <laughs> I can't even imagine how many shots you make in a season. Like how many somebody makes in a season? I guess, you know, depending on the position, but whatever. Here it goes. Oh, sorry, let me go back. I have an ADD moment, guys. Sorry. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games 26 times. I've been, oh, sorry. Gosh, I got to read better because I don't have my glasses you on. You want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me try again one more time. No, I'm going to do a retake. Okay. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Boom. Boom. No, I. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I mean, how do you even, how do you even add to that? Because really it is about the consistency of trying to do the very best you can and embracing those dark moments and learning from them and disciplining yourself through them so that you can become the best version of yourself. Yes. Well, and so, and speaking of the best version of yourself, I want to invite everybody to join our No Excuse oh, November. Yeah. Because guys, these are, this is all about choices. Everything all that about we choices. do is a choice. Even our mindset is a choice. So, so we got no excuses. So No Excuse November. 
So tell us what that is, Judy. We would love to have you join us and to participate. All you got to do is send us an email to choosedon'texcuse at gmail.com and we will get you hooked up. But we would love to join you, have you join us for six weeks of The Work. (laughs) It's called The Work. (laughs) See, talk about no excuses. It's work. Yep. So this, um, yeah, we've got six weeks. We start November 4th and uh, I'm trying to remember if it's six Six days a week, I believe that's the workout, and we'll we'll be um, nutrition. We'll be doing nutrition coaching with you, as well as working out with you. And these workouts, I uh, believe, they're about forty minutes or they're less. They're about third thirty to forty. Yes. Yeah, thirty so. to forty minutes, and they're all they're all different. The workouts are all different. And guess what, guys? You don't. I don't have to be in front of your face doing this with you one-on-one. We don't have to do that. We can actually do this online. And so that means there's no excuses from all over the world. Well, okay, I can't say all over the world. We've got Canada. Um, We can do this in the UK as well as obviously in the US. So those are the three countries that we can uh, work, work with. But it's online. And we will do this every morning with you on Zoom, but as well as you can do it on your time, your schedule. But we want to tell you more about it. And I've got a free sample workout that I can send to you. So please um, email us at choosedon'texcuse at gmail.com and we'll send you the free workout as well as the fit test. And this workout, you will, in six weeks, seriously, you can see results. You will get results if you are on point with your nutrition and on point with your workouts and who does not want to go into 2020 healthy and strong? Yeah, instead of waiting till January yeah. 1st, yep. let's give ourselves a Christmas and a New Year's gift by doing the work now. So join us for No Excuse November. Make sure that you um, give us a shout at choosedon'texcuse at gmail.com. We're super, super excited. Judy and I did the sample workout uh, about a week ago, and I tell you, it will kick your butt, but it will push you to the next level if you're really wanting to have a, you know, a cycle of really getting fit, and hopefully it'll launch you into that next phase into 2020, as Judy said. So, Guys, we are so super excited to have you join us every week as we explore the power of choice in your life. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and give us a review. A review would really, really help us. So if you could please do that, we would really, really appreciate it. And as always, thank you for joining us and mahalo. Mahalo.